with summer usually comes some traveling. And that might be especially true this year. We've been cooped up for far too long. And now that there are many safe travel options, it feels good to hit the open road, to have places to go, to have a busy calendar again. Maybe this summer you have plans to fly to California and for a big family reunion or take the ferry to Martha's Vineyard and leave the kids with the grandparents this time or drive to Maine and hike alone in the woods off the grid, no email, no Zoom. Whatever your idea of summertime fun or rest, traveling always comes with at least a little planning. You have to ask the questions, where are you going? How are you getting there? And who are you traveling with? We travel to see new things or to return to beloved places, to spend quality time with our travel companions to learn more about them or ourselves. But I think many of us travel with the hope that these trips will be experiences to remember, to look back on years from now and make us smile. In our reading from the Gospel of Mark, the disciples aren't vacationing, but they are in the midst of traveling. The lesson begins with a travel plan. Jesus says to the group, let us go across to the other side. And when we hear a phrase like that, our ears should perk up a little bit. Because whenever geography and travel are mentioned in scripture, it's usually important. Where are they going? Where are they coming from? So far, Jesus and the disciples have been in a primarily Jewish area, surrounded by their own people, a culture that they are familiar with. But they are going to the other side. And while they aren't traveling very far at all by today's standards, this crossing to the other side of the sea means that they are entering a primarily Gentile area. They are leaving the familiar for the unfamiliar, the known for the unknown. If I had to guess, before there's a single drop of rain that fell, the disciples were already feeling a bit uncomfortable. Tensions already high. What is Jesus up to? How far are they going to follow him? How will they be received when they get there? So the disciples are traveling to the other side, which they might already be on the fence about, and they are getting there by boat. Many of them are experienced fishermen. They like boats. Boats are comforting and familiar. They can feel confident in a boat. But suddenly, this familiar place becomes unfamiliar. A storm appears unexpectedly, a storm so intense that well-seasoned fishermen fear for their lives. Jesus is able to calm that storm with just three words, peace, be still. 
And suddenly this raging, life-threatening storm is silenced. Even though the storm has stopped and the danger is gone, the disciples are still in shock, stunned not only by the storm, but by this man who can silence it. See, little by little, the disciples are learning who Jesus is, that what they're a part of is so much bigger than they could imagine, that they're not just following a teacher, they're following a savior, that they're a part of something so new and so different, so unlike anything they've ever experienced before. And they have no reason to fear because the one who can still the storm is with them. So as they cross to the other side, as they continue their mission, which will involve going to unfamiliar places and experiencing new things, they can trust that Jesus will be with them, that Jesus can calm any storm that comes their way. Now, as followers of Jesus today, sometimes we have to cross to the other side, to go places that we're not familiar with, to do things that are unexpected. Years ago, when I was in college, I tried to fill each one of my summers with a different opportunity. One summer, I had heard about an opportunity to host mission trips. I would stay in one place with a small team, and then we would have different youth groups from all over the country come to us each week. It would mean living in a different state for the summer, and I wouldn't know where until right before the summer started. And I had never been on a mission trip as a teen, and I was signing up for a whole summer of them. But that wasn't the adventurous part. I was applying for a job that terrified me. I hated speaking in front of large groups. And this position meant that I would lead worship and give a nightly talk to a group of 70 teens and their adult leaders every night. I was so afraid to go, and I also knew that I needed to do it. I got through that summer, and it was an amazing experience. And looking back on it, it was a huge stepping stone towards one day being a pastor. Even though we're sometimes called to new challenges and new adventures, we never go alone. I knew Jesus was with me that summer. I knew that however afraid that I was, I was supposed to be there and it would be okay. Part of the mission of the church is to go to new places, to experience new things. It's part of the work of spreading the gospel. We look for ways that we can help bring the heavenly kingdom to earth. Whether that's through ministry to people who are homeless or 
going on mission trips with teenagers or advocating for policy changes or finding ways to live more simply and sustainably, we go where Jesus leads us, knowing that Jesus is with us in all that we do, that the same Jesus who is with the disciples, the one who calms the storms, the one that tells us not to fear, is with us. Last Saturday, the New England Synod gathered for Synod Assembly on Zoom, and the theme of the day, fittingly, was we've never done it this way before. This past year, for all of the storms it brought, pushed almost every congregation to try new things, to partner in new ways, to get online and minister beyond our walls, to find new ways to reach the growing needs of the communities that they serve. This past year, it was easy to say, we've never done it this way before, because everything had to be done differently. It was scary, but maybe there was also a little bit of freedom in that, in having the flexibility to do things a new way. It's one of the things that I hope we hold on to, the ability to jump in to something we've never tried before, not just when we have to, but also when we want to, when, it, when we feel called to, when it just sounds like fun. Like this week's youth gathering. On Thursday, Emmanuel will host its first youth gathering. And you know what? We've never done it that way before. Youth gathering is something we go to. It's not something that we put together all by ourselves. This is something new. But it's worth trying, right? Maybe it's good. Maybe it'll be worth doing again. Maybe it becomes this thing one day that youth from around Holden want to attend. And we'll look back on this first year and think, wow, we're so glad we started this. You never know until you try. And this morning, we're back in the sanctuary. Yes! I probably shouldn't have screamed yes on the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm glad we're back. And it's amazing and wonderful beyond words. And it's also different and strange because we've never done it this way before. We've never tried to blend in-person worship with online worship, with still needing to follow certain things to keep one another safe. And also while still doing worship outdoors, just a few minutes after the service. It's something that we're still learning to do and learning to do it well, and it will take some time. And worship a month from now will probably look a little bit different than worship today does. And worship two or three months from now will change again. We've never done it this way before. And hopefully we won't have to do it exactly this way again. Which is why... I love this gospel reading for today. The boat 
is a pretty good metaphor for the church. Because while it provides some comfort and safety and community, it is always in motion. Sometimes people forget that the church isn't the destination. It's not the place we're going to. The church is who we go with and how we get there. It's how we're getting to where we need to be, across the shore, preaching the word, serving our neighbor, sharing God's love. As followers of Jesus, whether we're in a familiar boat or going to an unknown shore, whether the storm is raging or there's a quiet peace, Wherever we go, whatever adventure Jesus calls us to next, we are never alone. We have the creator of heaven and earth here with us. And with Jesus in our boat, we have nothing to fear. Amen.